talking a lot about things that I did on my PCOS journey and how I was able to regulate my hormones. And also, we're going to be talking about ways that you can ask your doctor um, for more information and ways that you can advocate for yourself and maybe some things to consider. So this is just kind of um, some information just to roll around in your brain to set you on the right path for your research for your body and to start asking questions of your provider. So I hope this is really helpful. Hi friends, Lucy here with Nourishing the Essential. I just want to share a short podcast with you about um, PCOS and eating a low-carb diet. I know a lot of people um, think of the low-carb diet and then they think of Atkins, right? And they think like, okay, I need to be like meat-heavy and no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about eating within the glycemic index, which I did a podcast with Maddie a reader on that earlier um it talks about like i think it's uh the number one way to stay fuller longer and that's the glycemic index so eating so that your pancreas is not having to shoot out insulin all day long to fix those peaks and valleys so it's better on your body so i want to talk about low carb and how that is helpful to regulate my hormones for pcos so if your doctor says okay you've got pcos you can regulate this with your diet like be excited it is good news so to alleviate the symptoms you are going to want to eat a lower carb diet This does not mean, friends, that you're like cutting out all the breads, all the pastas, all the things. It just means that you need to eat a diet that is fuller in plants and that is more on the same level. So you are going to want to maintain your your, um, glycemic level through the day. Now, I am really interested in and I'm trying to get a blood sugar monitor. You can get one for yourself. Your doctor can prescribe one for you. I'm what's considered pre-diabetic. It is controlled without medication and just through my diet. Um, As my hormones have changed in the last years, as I'm, you know, kind of my body's preparing for menopause, oh giddy, um, I have noticed that I retain fat a lot a lot longer it's a little bit harder to get off and also I've been doing this podcast for a year now and when I do it it's usually late at night I usually get hungry and eat a snack naughty Lucy don't be doing that and I usually eat things like popcorn or like what is something in the refrigerator that I can just grab and these are not eating in the glycemic index also I'm eating outside my window like I know my body does not need to be processing that sugar or carb level as I'm going to sleep so I mean you can find all kinds of science on this I'm definitely going to link some information from some doctors about low-carb diet and how to do that best um, in the the notes of the podcast. And if you look on our um, Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, you can find a lot of recipes that we do um, with different vegetables. Um, so even lentils are going to be considered higher carb. So if you're looking at that with Atkins eyes, you're saying like, I shouldn't eat that. But if I'm looking at that from like a whole foods diet, I'm saying I should definitely eat my lentils, but I'm going to need to eat it with a lot of vegetables. I want everything balanced out. Again, 
again, going back to what Maddie said on the number one way to full, feel full longer, you're going to want all those food groups in your meal. It doesn't mean you need to have an overflowing plate. That's the other misconception that I hear from people is like, y'all, I'm broke. I can't be eating the rainbow at every meal. At friend, I feel you. Like we're in the same place. I understand. But the more plants you buy, the less money you are actually spending because it is going to be more in your glycemic index. You're going to be eating and staying fuller longer. You're also going to be um, eating more nutrients, which means you're going to be having less um, cravings for sugary things. Now, that being said, I just want to talk about menstruation um, and PCOS. So look, it is really hard for me personally not to eat my feelings when my cysts are bothering me or like on my period when I'm PMSing. It's ridiculous. Um, so there's many things that you can do. Um, you can make sure that you have certain snacks ready for yourself and prepared and know that when you're in that phase of menstruation and you know that you're not supposed to be eating as many carbs, don't ha, like indulge in the wonderful things like make chia seed pudding um enjoy other things that are a little bit higher in carbs but that are full of nutrients too um do a vagus nerve um, massage that will help as well the vagus nerve is the largest nerve in the body and it connects to your digestion and plays a big part in it so i'm going to connect a lot of things and put a lot of links in this um show note about low carb diet and about um eating during different um cycles so in your menstruation you should not be eating as higher carbs during our period so like all the time right we are marketed to and we need to remember that we are marketed to like oh just have that chocolate you're on your period chocolate caffeine those things are actually worse for you during that time frame and your body processes them differently remember your hormones impact your body so with pcos you are trying to regulate those hormones so me personally, having a lower carb diet um, and sticking to my routine with as many plants as I can, um, exercise is super important for me. It doesn't mean like I'm out here doing some crazy hit workout 24-7. I'm also in a point in my life where I understand that I have changed a lot since having kids. I'm going to probably be a little higher weight on the scale and I'm okay with that as long as my um, my blood health, my gut health, my mental health, my physical health are all in alignment. That scale, it's just a scale, y'all. That's really not the best way to determine your health anyways. Everybody's body is going to be different. Your frame is going to look different. You know, how much fat you carry in your chest. I mean, the, all of these things are factors. So I try not to weigh myself as much and I try to say like, um, am I having a lot more hair growth or... Um, am I feeling like I want to comfort eat a lot more? Um, am I seeing that weight on the scale creep up and all these symptoms are happening? It's a good indicator, but it's not like that's not what you need to focus on all the time. So I just want to encourage you that you can take control of your PCOS. Um, I also found a doctor, Dr. Schwartz, when I lived in Texas, he really helped me with um, herbs and supplements. So for me, rosemary was really beneficial in keeping my hormones um, 
leveled out. Also, you know, identifying any gaps in any nutrients that you might need. Um, are you taking a vitamin? And is that vitamin actually doing anything? Is it a good vitamin for you? Do you know if you have MTHFR and you should be taking activated vitamins? Or are you taking something that is from the grocery store that's completely full of fillers and you're just peeing it right out and it's not doing a dang thing for your body? These are some things that can really help you as you go along to make sure that you don't have gaps in your nutrition um, so that your hormones do remain balanced. So anyway... Just, just wanted to quick hop on here and encourage you with that. Low carb is not Atkins. Plant-based is not high carb. All these little trigger words that we are marketed to, you really got to get in there and dig and see what's the right level for yourself. And if I get the glucose monitor, I'm going to be documenting my journey and I will hop on here and let you know all about it. Keep doing what you're doing. You are essential.